What's good, everyone? Welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Low End Marauders podcast. As always, we thank you for listening in. Uh, I go by the name of Nick, and um, as always, I'm joined with Jared. What's happening, Jared? What's going on, bro? Oh, it's been a minute, but we are back. Um, man, another episode in the books. Um, for those who are who are just joining us or just discovering us, whether you are a first-time listener or you just, uh, like I said, discovered us, uh, this is where me, Jared, and another friend of ours, uh, Kyle, who uh, is with us right now, this is where we all take time out of our busy schedules, um, just come and chop it up and entertain you, the listener, for, um, you know, just talk about hip-hop news, uh, hip hop culture and everything that's going on and giving our takes and some jokes and um, us just doing whatever we can to keep y'all entertaining and and to keep y'all laughing um, throughout uh, these crazy times we called um, the world. But uh, other than that, we got another good show for you. Uh, number 70, Jesus. Uh, for this episode, we have uh, we're gonna talk about uh, divorce girl Autumn, as uh, Jarrett put it. Bef- uh, since we were talking about that before we started recording, we're gonna talk about uh, the whole Chris Br- Brown versus Tanache uh, deal that's going on between them. But first, uh, let's just go ahead and get into uh, the big news that was announced uh, this past Sunday, and what happened was um the nfl announced that um this year's super bowl headliner will be uh, none other than usher he will take the stage at las vegas's allegiance stadium uh during the halftime show um coming up in 2024 um and right now a lot of people have been talking about it and um some people are excited some aren't but uh, I'll go ahead and ask you this, Jerry. How do you feel about uh, Usher performing at this year's halftime show? I'm proud of old Usher. <laughs> nah, man, this is nah, this is this is this is great for the simple fact that he already got a residency in Las Vegas, so it just makes it that much doper. That it just makes sense that he's on the bill. Like it just makes sense. And if Usher been outside, like he's been outside. He's the only one really in this generation that's really actively like, you know, doing like doing shit. Like he's still, you know, still look young, still look, you know, like like he fell off or nothing. Like he still like, you know what I mean? He be skating around the motherfucker, you know, city and shit. Like he doing everything, man. He's it's it's, it's a good look for him, man. Like it's gonna be interesting because boy, the boy got hits. Oh yeah, he do. I don't think niggas remember that he had a run. Like he got shit when he was a, you know, he started off to be start off as a kid, and to come and then the to to be where he is now at four. I guess he's about forty something. I don't know, around that range. It's really good. It's really good. He got hits on every album. Mhm. He got. Features, hits. He got, he got, he went, remember, went to the, uh, the crossover route. Mm-hmm. 
I can't wait to go stay and look up and be afraid without you. Yeah, I remember that. He got that. The DJ got us falling in love again. Yeah, like the boy got crossover is too, though. Falling in love. He got the shit with Justin Bieber. Like, hey, the boy got boy crossed over and got hits too. And don't forget the uh, Will I Am. Oh my God. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the boy got pat, he got music to like to cater to like the white audience. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, I'm just after that, I'm, I'm starting to create like a playlist in my head of songs he gonna play. Like, of course he gonna play. Yeah, that's that's a given. Right. All like that fast tempo. He gonna mm-hmm. play. Remind me. You might put some, you know, some 8701 shit up in there. You don't have to call my inner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit gonna yeah. be fire. Yeah. I, should, I should go, I should go kill it. It's concerts, he be all the women's faces, you know, breaking up happy homes and shit. <laughs> breaking happy homes. Like, the boy doing his thing, bro. That nigga is the Bobby Brown of like this of this era right now. Right. And that's saying a lot. But right now, he doing he doing some ain't nobody else doing ain't nobody else anticipated to go to an R and B show like that, like besides Usher. Like he going this nigga this nigga going viral every week. Mm-hmm. And that Las Vegas resident money is, is, is look, excuse me, it looks good. Right. But shout out the whole man and the whole committee. They've been bringing like dope acts. I think when was when was when was uh Jay Z's first act of service? Like pause. Like was it like? Was it like, was it the Travis Scott Atlanta one? Big boy? I think that started with that, right? I think so. I I would say that, yeah. And then I think afterwards was the was this Dre and Snoop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you might have to look that up. Yeah, I think that one, and then the Rihanna, and now Usher. Like, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think Usher gonna Usher is well. Usher is well known. He he crossover hit. Yeah, I I think it's, it's definitely gonna uh, have a lot of people talking because like. Yeah, people forget Usher does have hits. So you think it's going to be like a great Super Bowl halftime? I would think it it, it might be. I mean, because uh, Usher, because people forget Usher, he can put on a performance. 
despite you know breaking up happy homes and shit. <laughs> he can put on a performance. But yeah, because uh, I already know, um, like you said, he's gonna play. Yeah, that's a definite uh, gimme right there. Uh, I can see him definitely doing, um, like you said, the crossover hits. DJ got us falling in love again. Uh, wouldn't be shocked if he, because um, wasn't he one of the first people to discover uh, Justin Bieber through YouTube? Yes, he was. Yes, he was. So he getting that Bieber money. Yes, he Mm-hmm. I think he was one of the first people to discover him, so it wouldn't shock if he. Uh, it wouldn't shock me if he tried to, you know, get him uh, to be on stage with him, so that way he can uh, oh, yeah. get that oh, yeah. money too. That's fire. If you bring Justin, if you bring Bieber on stage, that's fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fire. Like share his platform with Bieber. Oh yeah. A lot of people. A lot of people. Well, I think if you. If you a fan of Bieber like that, you know how instrumental Usher was a part of his life growing, you know, as a kid. In the beginning of his career, like he was, yeah, he was there. Mm-hmm. There, yeah, man. And that's Usher. That's Usher's. Uh, that's Usher's other contribution to the to the world is Justin Bieber. Right. Like it's kind of, it's equivalent to like Akon and Lady Gaga, same shit. Right. Like y'all welcome. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, like, go ahead. I'm shit about that. Right. <laughs> right. You know who I am. You know who I brought to the game. Right. People forget Usher. He got a good. What I'd say about twenty five years in the biz, because you make me want it. That was what ninety seven, ninety eight, maybe you even uh, before he, that. But he, but you got, you got, think you got, he had album before that. Mm-hmm. When he was fucking with with Diddy, the Diddy era. Oh yeah. Because you remember That's he had that song, "Just Call Me in Mac." Cause I gotta like that. You gotta play by the rules. That old see niggas don't it's that old school usher, like young usher. Mm-hmm. But I ain't, but I heard it, but I ain't really fuck with him till like my way, like that album. Like you make me wanna um my way, uh slow jams, like all that other like yeah, that's yeah. That album was fire. Uh nice and slow. Come on, y'all. Right. He gotta do they got me US. Just just for the culture. You gotta you gotta you gotta rap your name, bruh. Right. Yeah, US. H E R R A Y M O N D. He gotta do that. I, that that might be the first rap I <laughs> that might be the first rap I really remember. <laughs> To be honest with you, my first taste of hip hop was fucking Usher Raymond. Pause. <laughs> that was crazy. But um, 
Yeah. Yeah, I I wouldn't mind. Uh, well, yeah, well, it's kind of a gimme that if he's going to do yeah, he's going to bring Ludacris and Lil John out. That's a definite gimme right there. Um, I, I, he might bring Luda out. Might, yeah. Now, if he don't, like, if you bring John, like, you need to go ahead. Go up there now. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. If it don't work out, just go ahead and do, like, a little snippet. Right. I, I can be, also it's see. Gonna, hey, it's uh-huh. going to be in a, it's going to be in a rotation regardless. Oh, yeah. Regardless of these niggas show up or not, it's still a hit. It is. Because he been doing shows without them niggas, so it's, it's whatever. The song is bigger than them. That's true. Like one of those, it's one of those songs that you don't need to feature artists. Like, it's, it's, just, it's just it's just exists in its own world. Mm-hmm. You don't need the, all the parties involved. It don't. Just do the hook. Yeah, yeah, just do that. Just do the hook and you straight. Right. Do the verse first. Do your verse and this shit still go it's still gonna live. This <laughs> <laughs> that's dope though, man. I seen it when you showed me, I, I didn't even know about this shit. Right. That yeah, that I, caught me off guard. I'm like, okay, this could be interesting right here. I was like, oh shit. I think I told my mom about it the other day. Like, I said, I was really like, cause my mom bought My Way and those albums, and she she was an Usher fan. So shout out my mama, but she she yeah she she's an Usher fan. Was buying his albums and stuff like that. So like, I told her, she was like, oh okay. <laughs> Yeah, so shout out to him, man. God damn, this shit gonna be fire. Las Vegas, it just made sense. He's gonna be comfortable. He's gonna be home. Right? Because uh, he have like a, a Las Vegas re- residency there? Yeah, that's what I said at the, be- at the beginning. Like, it just made sense. You just put him in position. Pause. Like, <laughs> like you just, you, he's right there. Like, he already, like, a, a huge. You already do this thing out there. You might as well just continue. Like why? Like keep striking. If a nigga, if a nigga keep shooting threes and making it, pass, keep passing the ball. Like, right? He on fire right now. Right. That's true. Uh, I mean, would you expect uh, anybody to join him on stage? Uh, I'll just like I just do three people. I just want John, Luda, and Justin Bieber. That's it. Ooh, that's it. Cause he ain't really got no bigger big songs with anybody like that besides besides them. Mm-hmm. On a pop level, that's what I'm talking about. Like to where it crossed over. Like yeah, and. Yeah, and um, just the Bieber shit. Mm-hmm. Bring him out, let him do like one song, or whatever his hottest song is, or whatever. Then 
He might be. Well, I don't know. He might be. I don't know. JC ain't going for that shit no more. It'd be <laughs> nice for him to like, you know, do do a do a slot too, because he forgot what. He had this comeback in 2015. Had a, you know, had his comeback, unbelievable. His comeback album, and he ain't pissing on buildings no more. Like he didn't clean his act up. I'd <laughs> be nice. But at, well, we're gonna just keep it us. You know what I'm saying? We're just gonna keep it. I sure it's a. I was like, damn, I don't know how you gonna top this Rihanna shit. Oh, and the fact that Rihanna was preg and the fact that Rihanna was pregnant and doing this shit. That was a that was a like a Super Bowl performance uh slash like baby reveal. Like uh, oh yeah, that's true. Cause I was like, why is she wearing all these fucking clothes? Like, this ain't Riri. I was like, oh, I think she, I think she expected for real. And I was just telling somebody, I was like, oh, she, 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 I think she expected like. And then the news later, she, she's new baby. I was like, damn, that nigga moved fast. Child to Rocky, <laughs> nine months apart, and he always, he always, no time. Let me just put two in, and then I'm good. <laughs> might you might go we might go for three strikes like later on like next year or two like let him you might hey you might as well like I said strike when the iron's hot mm-hmm. this is really real you already a, you already a legend Rocky already a legend but when he got Rihanna pregnant twice submit it he is cemented as a legend. Well, I definitely think uh, with Usher performing at this year's uh, Super Bowl halftime show, I, I think it'll be better than uh, the Rihanna one. I mean, because that man can basically do it all right now. Oh, yeah. He can sing. He can dance. He can take your woman <laughs> without trying <laughs> Get one without trying, and then bring them back. Bring them back with make her. A, make a song. Make a song with her. This. Make a song with her. This and you. <laughs> and bring it and put and put and give her back to you. True. And then tell her, hey, just give him a chance, man. Just go ahead. Just just give him back. Just get back. <laughs> Take your woman. Give her herpes too. Don't forget he caught that shit. <laughs> Ah shit, with Rasputin, <laughs> that nigga was burning for real. Real? Oh shit! Our our imitate life, right? That nigga spoke that shit into existence. He did, letting it burn for real. Letting it burn for real. Oh shit! Oh man! But I, I, I definitely think, uh, I, I think Usher's, uh, it, it's gonna be a good one. 
Uh, I'm I'm eager to see uh, what's going to come uh, out of Usher's performance. Pause. So oh, yeah. I'll definitely be looking for it for that. It's going to be fire, man. Right. <laughs> He's going to bring it. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. He might, he might sing the, he might sing to some wilds up in the skybox. <laughs> Could be. What oh, the fuck he, ain't on stage. Never know. They could have something to where um, he could go from skybox to down on the field. That'd be fire. Right. But um, anything else you want to add before uh, we get into the whole uh, Chris Brown Tanache deal? Um, yeah. Um, shout out to Usher, man. Uh, I'm a I'm a huge fan of his. Been a huge fan. Um, I've been fucking with you since my way album. Um. You dope, yeah. You know I mean, dope. You know, he's staple in the in the community, and um, one of the one of the best dancers we got out here. Still at his age, he's still active and he's still in motion. And this shit, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be dope. I can't wait to see what what he what what how the stage setting is gonna be. What song is gonna perform? And he only got a few amount of minutes, so I want to see how many. I'm gonna write down a list and see how many he does and shit. So, yeah. So, we we'll see. We'll see. I'm proud. Right. It's, it's, it's gonna be a good moment. Right. I, I think so too. I think so. So, um, you know, whatever Usher got planned, he better um, he better bring it and make sure it's good and entertaining for everybody uh, watching, cause. It, all eyes are going to be on that performance and on the game too. Oh yeah, 90% of the viewers come for the halftime show. Right? Cuz if you're not if you're not a, a, a if you're just a casual fan of football, like you're not really watching the game for real. You just go you just go tune into the halftime show and that's where all the ratings come in. Yeah, I mean that's what people were uh you did would... with Rihanna uh earlier in the year. Yeah, all the viewership gonna go to the halftime show. Mm-hmm. You know, me, I was I was watching the whole shit. Right. Leading up to that, so yeah, and I'm gonna be off too, so that shit just gonna be that much sweeter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Ursher, man. Right. Shout out to him. Uh, let's let's go ahead and get into this whole uh, Chris Brown uh, Tanache beef. Uh, basically, uh, during uh, an interview uh, on a show, uh, R&B singer Tanache regrets her song with R. Kelly uh, and a song that she also had with uh, Chris Brown too. And um, well, she well to bring that back, she c- expressed confusion about her label wanting to work with Chris Brown. Uh, she said on the show, you think I wanted to record those songs? I literally, I literally blocked out R, that R. Kelly song from my mind. I forget that even exists. 
Um, she also later goes on to say, that is so that is so embarrassing. That is so unreal that I even have a song with R. Kelly. Um, she later goes on to say, I was so young too, which is crazy because I feel like I did that song when I was just signed to that label. I was probably 20. And uh, she then um, referenced the uh, backlash by, uh, by working with both singers uh, at the time uh, by saying, um, by telling her that the public uh, perceived as you doing it willingly, but did um, acknowledge that because of her label uh, that she had lack of control for, um, for the songs that she did. She later goes on to say uh, with the whole Chris Brown song that she did, like uh, for, she said, quote, like, for example, that song with Chris, that song, that was a song that we all wanted to be this big moment, this big single. So I feel like in the label's mind, they were like, you need the support. And Chris Brown was their biggest artist that they had on rhythmic radio at the time. Uh, she worked with R. R. Kelly on the song Let's Be Real Now back in 2015. And um, let me see if I can find what song uh, she worked with Chris Brown. But anyway, um, basically, Chris Brown heard her comments on the show and he decided to clap back by basically hopping on IG and uh, resharing her uh, resharing her interview on the show by basically uh, sending the shot, name five Tanache songs or die. Everybody did before continuing on another post by saying she's full of that evil. Shawty career is non-existent. What's more embarrassing is that she worked with all these people and not one of us can save her career. Damn. Um, so my question is, how do you feel about uh, her being embarrassed working with Chris Brown on uh, the song? I ain't gonna lie, man. That's the only song I remember from her besides the Schoolboy Q record. Oh yeah, two on. And then Drake hopped on a remix. <laughs> and then I don't know, no, no, because he, I remember a song he had with, she had with ASAP Rocky, Pretend. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that's true. Other than that, I think I might can name five records, bruh. You think so? I, I don't know, I might be dead, too. <laughs> Oh, the song that uh, her and Chris Brown did, it was called Player. Okay, so what's that? One, it's Player, Two On, Pretend, yeah, Rocky. That, uh, I mentioned that's three. This. Uh, okay, so those three, I'm dead, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm dead. Fuck. Yeah, uh, I'm dead. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that. Fuck. But uh, yeah. oh no, like, why would you come out with that? Like, why? Like, why? Why would you? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, some shit you should just kept that shit to yourself. Like, right. Like, you go viral trying to bash this man. Like, for what? At what cost? Mm-hmm. 
No, I'm saying but, like, why but would... she does have a, a, an album out too. So that could be the reason why she was interviewed on that show. To not only talk about that and everything. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure she had an album coming out. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, you just get you just get caught up in you just get you gotta learn how to be you gotta be smart, man. You gotta learn how to dodge questions. Of course, they go they go they go they trying to go viral, so they gonna ask you all the wild shit. It's your job to curve it, to curve the question. But no, you went you got caught up in the moment, went straight in. Mm-hmm. I don't like. I I regret doing the song with Kelly, Chris Brown. You know, Chris Brown is, you know, it it is it, it, his rose game is serious. Mm-hmm. Like I said, name if we if we name, name <laughs> if we have to name five songs with a gun to our head, we all dead. That's wild, bro. He killed her, bro. <laughs> There, bro. But easy too. Go ahead. But uh, I, I was gonna say I I don't think she really tried to you know, I guess put him on blast like that. Uh, because I I do feel like you know uh, there are people you know who do have some regrets in. Um, with some of the things that they do across time. Uh, I mean, if she's saying she's reg- uh, she regrets doing the song for him, you know, because of the whole, uh, well, from what I'm getting from it, if she's saying she regretted it because of the whole Chris Brown-Rihanna incident, then she never should have just did the song to begin with. I mean, I, I get that, you know, you want to, you know, get radio airplay, whether it's on R&B radio mm-hmm whether it's pop radio or whatever, or, or, or even, you know, to do streaming numbers, which is fine. But, you know, I, I kind of feel like, um, you know, that's something she should have just told her. Um, she should have just told her label at the time, like, no, I don't really feel comfortable doing, you know, this album or this record with Chris Brown because of X, Y and Z. So I kind of feel like she didn't try to, you know, deliberately call him out uh, because of that. But, yeah. you know, uh, but I kind of feel like, you know, it, 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 it is um, it is her her call to make because, you know, like I said, we all do have regrets on uh, decisions that we made in the past. And when we just look back, we just go, you know, what the hell were we thinking? So um, I I don't really fault her for that, but I do have to say, you know, Chris Brown really did get her good with um, with that uh, burn <laughs> on IG. Um, so, but but he is right. I mean, I couldn't name five 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 songs from the girl even if I tried, uh, and we just did that just now. So. Um, I mean, shit, I still can't name five songs. And, you know, I'm trying to look up what she has right now, too, but uh, without, you know, being distracted from the conversation. But anyway, um, I mean, it's it's understandable, too, with R. Kelly, especially depending, uh, 
what we know from him now uh and now that he's serving you know his jail time and everything like that so um i i do kind of understand that she um felt that way and now knowing what we know in var kelly but um I mean, like I said, if she did regret uh, doing that with uh, Chris Brown because of, you know, that whole Rihanna incident, then I kind of feel like, uh, again, she should have just said, hey, I don't really feel comfortable doing it because of, you know, the whole uh, Chris Brown, Rihanna incident that still happened. It's still in the back of my mind, blah, 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 because uh, like I I also got to be honest, too, I mean. Chris Brown's career never really hit the same heights since that incident. Um, That's true. It, it never like he's still, really. Like he's still, he's still popping, but it, but I feel like he just popping with just our community. Right. But when he dropped that second album, which is his highest selling, um, when he dropped that uh, that exclusive album with uh, um. With you, I need you, boo. I oh, got yeah. You. Yeah, that's, that's, he killed it. Then he had Forever. Forever was a crossover hit, nigga. Oh, yeah. Forever, ever, ever. Forever, ever, ever. He, yeah, he got endorsements off that shit, too. Yeah, like the Double Mint commercial, bruh. That, yep. shit's, still on, that shit's still on YouTube, dog. Right. Double the pleasure. Double the fun, it's the right one. Double McDonald, he killed that shit, bro. He did kill that shit. Once he hit Rihanna in the face, come here. Everything going. Looked at as the bad guy. I think it could have been the next. You know, he is the MJ since MJ. But still, like, he could have been, like, a real... Think about how legendary Chris Brown really could have been for real. Right. I think, and now that you said that, I, uh, in my opinion, I kind of feel like he would have been uh, as as big as The Weeknd's uh, career is right now uh, if yeah. that shit had not have happened. Definitely. I, you know, I have that, especially with that album, he was on his way second album in bro mm-hmm. usually it takes a while to build up no that nigga was that nigga was straight his second album he already had that crossover hit forever was like a, a crossover record right this shit, shit was getting played in like American Eagle and shit right this was like oh yeah. seven I mean and 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 that bleach stain that is uh, him, the him and Rihanna incident, that ain't going away. That ain't going away. <laughs> I mean, it, it's sad to say, but it's true. But uh, but uh, I kind of feel like if that incident didn't happen, he'd have everything the weekend would, uh, would have right now. He'd be selling out stadiums. Uh, he already would have uh, been performing on Super Bowl. Uh, have a shitty uh, now canceled HBO show. Um, oh, yeah, what that else? shit was trash. I didn't even see it. <laughs> God damn. I, I just read the reviews, and I mean, if critics and fans are tearing the shit apart, then damn. 
But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I kind of feel like that's where uh, what Chris Brown should have been doing if it not had been for that incident. But um, I feel like for her, it's just like now that you're a little bit older, a little bit wiser, it's just like you just got to speak up and you got to say how you feel no matter um, no matter whether the record label likes it or not or you're about to lose out on, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. I mean, you got to do something to keep that integrity and, to, uh, you know, save face. But I, I also I just feel like she didn't really say that to, you know, slander him. I kind of feel like she just said that because, you know, that was probably how she felt at the time, you know, working with it. But I don't think um, it was to, you know, put him down or anything like that. Well, but, but why would you bring that up? Though? Why, you, all these years we didn't know about that. Why you bring it up now? That's true, too. Trying to go, I mean, trying to promote the album. But it, and I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a play devil, devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. Her defense. This was early in her career, right? Yeah. She didn't. Maybe she didn't have. She didn't. She didn't. She didn't have the credentials yet. She didn't have the star power yet to make her own decisions. Think about it. The label runs you your first two years, your first contract. Mm-hmm. You got to. You got to. You have to compromise and sacrifice and do what the label tells you to do first. Mm-hmm. She she didn't have the position to have to say I don't want to work with these people, like because you can say that you don't want to work with somebody in in the risk of getting shelved. Mm-hmm. They could be like, all right, fuck you, then I'm a, I'm a, you go get shelved then. So with that mindset, you like fuck. I got let me just comply because I ain't trying to lose my career for a bad decision. So let me just go ahead and make the songs compromise my integrity. And maybe just go ahead and do this record. So I understand. Like she probably she didn't have the the she didn't have she she didn't have the power to make her own decision at that time. So she had to just go along with it, which which sucked. Mm -hmm. You're not trying to lose the contract. You just got signed. You're just trying to do whatever it takes to get on. Like she was just in a bad situation, but. Now, fast forward, move. She might, she probably did feel like that at the time, and just tucked in her feelings about it. Right. This was way after the, obviously, this is way after the Chris Brown situation. This is mm-hmm. way after R. Kelly pissed on Shorty. So. <laughs> yep, like Q-Tip said, when it comes to these record labels, industry rule number four thousand and eighty. Record company people are shady. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, but also, uh, speaking of this whole incident, somebody also decided to butt his head into um, the whole Chris Brown Tanache uh, incident, too. Uh, Joyner Lucas also has some choice words for uh, celebrities trying to diss Chris Brown. He said, quote, there will be no Chris Brown slander tolerated, he said. I'm talking about you weirdo celebrities that go on these podcasts and keep popping shit on my nigga for absolutely no fucking reason. Bitches making faces and shit. I'm standing in front of the fucking bullet. I'm taking every shot, unquote. 
And my question is, why are you getting involved in this shit? That has absolutely nothing to do with you. I mean, I, I get that he wants to come to the aid of Chris Brown, but bruh, sometimes you just got to let people fight their own battles. Man. Get off his dick, Day Day. Like, <laughs> my thing is, dog, you didn't even need to be in this shit, bruh. Fuck are yeah, you talking I, about? Like, like, bro, you just inserted your shit, pause. You just inserted yourself in the situation for what? Exactly. All right, that's your man. That's your man and all cool, but, dog, you just, now you're making this shit about you. Seems like it. I'm taking a bullet. I'm taking a bullet for you, bro. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, he bro. later went on to say these are the same people who advocate against bullying and being treated fair but then want to sup bro and smear him in front of the in front of the world i ain't gonna watch it go down no more and not step in front of every bullet shout out to my bro for not losing his sanity as, at this point bro. unquote right i mean cool you had the aid at your boy could have called that nigga behind the scenes now you just feel like What's the agenda behind it? You just making this shit about you now. Feels like it, yeah. To to where like we gotta talk about you in this conversation because you you put something out there for the public. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Niggas niggas do too much, bro. That's why I don't fuck with them now. Right. Right, and. It- and it seems like every time he does drop something that is, you know, pretty good, he also kind of does some shit like this. And it just makes me go like, why? For what? Just just fight your own battles and, you know, just, just let people do what they got to do. So, but as we all know, this ain't the first time he tried doing, you know, some shit like this, too. Remember the whole Nick Cannon Eminem uh, thing that was going on a couple years ago? Where he talked about, uh, oh, he was going to get, you know, this rapper and that rapper to, you know, come after Nick Cannon and, and all this other shit. Oh, my God. That was the corniest shit. Oh, I, I gotta God. admit it was, and it's just like what the fuck. He was like, "Why?" I'm a, I mean, I'm a sick big Sean on you. And this nigga's just looking like, "Why they put my name in this shit?" Right. I'm gonna really jump Nick Cannon. Like, come on, that shit was corny as fuck, bro. It was. It was the corniest. Shit. It might be the uh, corniest shit still in his career to this day. In his career, my thing is. I don't give a fuck about who who's a better artist. I don't give a fuck about that. My thing is, you as a man, you're not gonna tolerate a nigga dissing your BM. Like, you're not gonna do that. You're not gonna tolerate a nigga disrespect your baby mama. I don't give a fuck if you fuck with her or not. That's still your child's mother. And you got Eminem still popping shit about her. I'm like, bruh. Just to keep my name, keep my 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 BM name out your fucking mouth, nigga, on some Will Smith shit. Like, 
Like, chill. Like, bro. Like, now I'm coming. Now I'm stepping to you as a man. I don't give a fuck if you're a better rapper than me or not. And niggas was trying to defend Eminem. Like, I don't see how why Nick Cannon is responding. What the fuck you mean? This is be I mean, some people ass. kind of feel like it was him. Go ahead. Now, I'm just saying, Go this ahead. is past artistry, dog. This is like man to man shit, dog. Fuck if right. you sold a billion records. Fuck if you better than me as an artist. That shit does not, that shit don't matter, my nigga. Right. But I kind of feel like some just felt like it was just. You know him trying to come to her aid because you know he's trying to get that old thing back, which I mean, kind of in my opinion, it kind of felt like that a little bit too. But yeah, I mean, you uh, you do got to stand up for somebody you know who is talking that shit about uh, the mother of your child, whether you you do like them or you don't. But um, but yeah, it was just like. Why why insert yourself in something that that's got nothing to do with you? I mean, I, I get that, you know, you want to show love to, you know, your idols and all that too, but it's like, come on, bro. Like not every uh not every reaction needs, you know, your opinion and things like that too. So <sighs> all across the board, bro. I was like, why you always gotta be in the mix, bro? Right. <laughs> ah, fuck that. I'm doing this for my day ones. I'm like, bro, come on. Right, and it, it's shit like that that makes me hard to be a uh, a fan of um, Joyner Lucas too. He's in, like, he's, in, he's in the category of uh, my my bars about nothing category. Mm-hmm. It's Eminem. It's Jordan Lucas, it's Logic, it's G-Eazy, it's Jack Harlow. They, they, they in my bars about uh, um, Dax, they in my bars about nothing category. Chance the Rapper. <laughs> Big Mensa. Like. Oh, they can spit. They can yeah. definitely spit. No one cares. The art of rapping, they can spit. Like I like Jordan Lucas as a like like the 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 art of like of rapping. Mm-hmm. He can rap. Right. Like bars, structure. He nice. I just don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> he's not saying shit that's like, oh shit, okay. I hear you rap, but I'm not like I'm not moved. It don't it don't move me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it just it don't it don't stick to the it don't you know he make that kind of music that don't stick to the ribs. Like it's not timeless. Mm. Like he like back I came back psych that like dog that shit all that shit after a while it's like dog chill out. Right, because I remember you did uh, show me, I think it was his tribute to Mac Miller, and I uh, told you, like, if he would have given me this, like, five years ago, like, when the first out, al- when his very first album came out, uh, 
I want to say like during the pandemic or a year before that, like I probably yeah. would have taken him more serious. But, you know, with him doing, you know, uh, doing the most, it's just like it, it's hard to take you serious when you're just doing all this shit and, you know, just doing it for attention. I mean, right. I, I get I mean, I mean, I get that, you know, you want to try to, you know, um, get yourself out there, get your name up and all that, too. But, you know, there's other ways to do it than, you know, to insert yourself in other people's uh beefs and things like that but uh but uh other than that uh anything else you want to um touch on uh with this subject before we go to uh divorce girl uh fall man shout out to Tanache, man right you just can't get caught up in the spin cycle man you got especially with these Public public publications, right? To say, I mean, she's um, still young too. She still got a. Um, I think she can still learn a lot uh, in the music industry. She just got to surround right. herself with the right people. But she been out since like 2016, bro. 2015, dog. It's come on, bro. Yeah, she, yeah. She just got to surround herself, you know, with the right people, you know, and the right guidance to, you know have her you know conduct interviews when it comes to situations like that because yeah. you know I, I do feel like she is talented she can dance she can sing no doubt she just self-destructed herself bro but yeah she I, I just think she's gotta you know she just gotta surround herself with the right people, you know. Uh, you know, like the Leor Cones, the Jay Z's, the uh, the Russell Simmons. Uh, you know, those, those type of industry peoples, the Kevin Lyles, you know, to, you know, show her, you know, that guidance, you know, and, and all that too. I feel like if she can do that and, you know, and she can stick to the music, I think she can do something uh, big with her career. So I, I think she can, um, she, she can, she can do something, um, something good with her career um but i just feel like she just needs that that right uh that right guidance from the right people but um yeah let, let's go ahead and get into um let, let's get into the next subject um well now that summer is over and uh it seems like everybody um is starting to uh, call it quits uh, with everything that's going on, uh, we have a lot of divorces coming up, uh, and that has made news too. Uh, Jeezy and his wife, Jenny Mai, uh, they called it quit. They're reportedly calling it quits after two years of marriage. Uh, Iman Shempard and Tiana Taylor are calling it, uh, quits after, uh, over a decade together. And, uh, even uh rapper Remy Ma and Papoose, they are allegedly calling it quits uh after years together too. So uh first off, uh out of those three, which ones were you uh surprised at the most? I ain't gonna lie, the Jeezy one caught me off guard because the simple fact that, you know, 
know, I, I felt like they was hitting it off, and then like, you know, right, they had a two year run. You know, they was happy. I mean, but you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You know, right. Jeezy doing great. You know, Jeezy put out a book that I still gotta get. Um, what else? We'll try to um, get the audio book. Look on audio. Who else put out some shit? Um, oh yeah, he put out the you know the the uh, the, the mixtape with drama. Oh yeah, the 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 snowfall. snowfall. Yeah, so it was like he was back out there doing tours and shit. He did that thing with uh, I think the Doug Motivation One on One album in Atlanta. He did like a he did like a he did like a concert for it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Um, was yeah, with the orchestra and all that shit. Like it was, like it was, it was, it was. He was doing some, you know, dope, dope shit, man. It was good to see him back out there, like trap Jeezy, married trap, you know, married Jeezy stepping back in the trap. Like it was just cool to see. Like I just feel like damn, like I heard rumblings of. Maybe I don't heard one and one end. One end is like, well, she know she know he knew she didn't want a baby. You just finessed her to a baby in a marriage, just to get your just to, just to get those just to get some new clients or just to you know just to get yourself in certain rooms you wasn't wasn't going to be in before. And then on the other hand, it's like Jenny Ma's crazy. She she does too much. Uh, she wants she's in the limelight too much. Uh, she she put her mama in the mix. Her family is too involved in the marriage. And I heard a lot of shit, bro. Right. I heard a, I heard a lot, and and, and it's that. hard to take uh it's hard to take it seriously, especially with all these publications and entertainment shows that are saying you know one thing and then another saying another, and you, all you we just can don't do. All we can do is observations, and all we can do is just think about or give our take on what happened. But no one, else, no one else came out. I mean, Jeezy came out with a cryptic message, but other than that, he, no one's actually came out and made a statement about what really happened. Until that point, we don't know what the fuck happened. Right. We don't know. We don't know. And you know, Jeezy is not the. I gotta put everything on display, type nigga. At the end of the day, he's still a street dude. Mm-hmm. That shit will never go away. So he moved different. He moved quiet. He don't. He don't be out there like that. Like it's kind of like it's like the future of Sierra situation. Like oh, you you know they moved to L.A. Meanwhile. All, all, all Future's family is back there. He's comfortable in Atlanta because that's Future's family and shit, friends, and he's comfortable there. But Sierra tried to show him a new light. He just wasn't comfortable. Like, he doing shit. He's, she's trying to cross over. And Future is not like a in-your-face type nigga. You know what I'm saying? He still, he plays the background, too. Mm-hmm. Even though you see his name in the news a lot, but you don't actually see him outside like that. Like he 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 kind of like, you know, he kind of reserved. He kind of was he kind of a reserved human being. Mm-hmm. Another street dude, you know what I'm saying? So 
You don't want to step right. up to that Hollywood shit. So it's like, damn, so you trying to change a nigga character and then you doing too much. Look, when a man files for divorce, that's some shit. Mm-hmm. See men work it out. You know what I'm saying? But when a man files, it's some, it's some shit, man. Yeah, some, something happened. And it, it, yeah. and it had to have been on her part. Especially, yeah. like you said, if a man files for divorce, because when, because if a woman uh, files for it, then you know, they're uh, they tell everybody, they tell what happened, what the uh, the guy did, so on and so forth. But that's like you true. Said, when, the story, the story will come out quick. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, and I'm good. I'm and 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 you know, I respect him for this too. Like he's not trying to. Out her out, right? Like you can tell he still got some, you know, still got some respect for it to not, you know, you know, damage her character because you know she got her own shit going on and she she making moves and she got this, you know, I think she got a new yeah, she got the real show popping with Mario Lopez. Like she knows she he ain't trying to shut she he ain't trying to shut down her character and I and I respect that. Right. He still respects her, but it just shit just didn't work out. Mm-hmm. You're not bashing her, no shit like that, like how some females bash niggas. Like, now nah, you just mm-hmm. keeping it player. You just keeping it player. You know what I mean? Push your pee or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> but nah, but yeah, man, it's just just wild. That Remy shit though, that shit caught me off guard because that we looked at them same. We looked at them Same. as the couple, the blueprint. Like, if you want a relationship, you want a relationship like them niggas. Both in the same field, both well-respected. I've been listening to Papoose since 07. Like, I fuck with Papoose. I used to look at Papoose freestyles all the time. Mm-hmm. That was a nigga, nigga with the big-ass hat. <laughs> and the nigga that wore all the, 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 all the knives on his shirt. Mhm. And that nigga legend, he, he a legend because he got a haircut with his hat still on. <laughs> that nigga worked around that hat. I said, "What the fuck?" If I could find that on YouTube, oh my god! <laughs> Hilarious. Oh shit. <laughs> With the hat on. But I'll, I'll be honest with you, too. Like, I didn't see the whole uh, Remy Papoose uh, separation coming either. Because, uh, like I, like you said. Separated. Was that? So technically, they're not separated. We just okay. don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, right. It just caught me off guard that hearing the rumors and the fact that Remy's not speaking on it. Like, I don't know. If you if you like if you knew all this shit was going on, but you still got to if you're doing this shit to promote your battle rap, that's fucked up. To to put your to, to, to dangle your your marriage like that for the viewership. Right. Try to promote then, uh, from what I saw, she was outside with somebody else. Right. It's like 
and like, come on, bro. This shit is nuts. Like, it's just like, no one's coming out. Like, Remy's not defending it. Like, if it's, if, it, if you know your relationship is in shambles or whatever, like, come out with it. Right. You're not defending You're just letting, like, you, you I feel like you letting this shit linger like that. It just, it's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Unless that nigga did, unless that nigga fucked up and she retaliated. She got her get back and this shit just came out. Mm-hmm. Because I see a picture with her and Easy matching and shit. Like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. They had like, they had like, they had like a, it wasn't matching, but they had like a color theme type shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, bro, it's just like, it's shit just crazy. The nigga battle rapper, you bring your name up on stage and and you trying to tuck that shit in. It's just like, I don't know, dog. Woo! I mean, can you, can you imagine uh, the get back Papoose would have? Right. Imagine what the nigga going through. Like you, you a woman out there looking crazy, and she not trying to defend it. You not coming out saying shit. I heard it. They got in a fight, but who knows how true that is? Mm-hmm. Him and her man, he's the bot. And they made a joke like, "Oh, she has a type." And they said, "Buddy and Papoose look like the same nigga." <laughs> Beard, fitted hat, same complexion. <laughs> Come on, dog. Right. I'm uh, the ultimate get back for him. The ultimate get back would be uh, just to do a song with Nikki. That's all he got to do. And then if he were to do that, all hell would break loose. Uh, nah, nah, I don't think he. I don't think he gonna do that. He ain't gonna go that far. Yeah. He ain't that. He ain't, he gonna strike me as a petty nigga like that. He he don't, but I mean, anything is possible. Anything is possible, uh, especially in twenty twenty three. Yeah, but uh, I, I I would think that would be the ultimate get back. But yeah, I would. Uh, that completely caught me off guard because it was just like, dang, it seemed like everything was going so good with them. They were together, I can't remember the exact year. I want to say, oof, over a decade? Like, I, I can't think of the uh, the exact year. But anyway, um, yeah, it seemed like everything was going good. Um, you know, hip-hop's king and queen of battle rap and, and, and everything, too, but... Now it's just like, damn, what what just happened? So, I mean, it, it's going to be interesting to see how they fix this or what happened. Uh, and damn, you know, I, that, that completely caught me off guard because, again, they were together for a long time. But I guess with whatever happened, uh, you know, whether it's just a separation or, you know, they are, you know, headed for divorce. It's just like, you know, damn, like, at least try to make it work. Uh, I don't think they have kids together. Uh, so it, it, it's definitely going to be um, 
got interesting to see what happens with them. Uh, oh, what's that? You said they have kids together. I don't think they do. Do they? Who? Uh, Remy and Papoose. Yeah. Oh, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Damn, I, uh, yeah, they got, I a kid. they got kids from other situations, but they got their own set. They, they got their own kids, so it's like that plays in the fact that too, but fuck all that. The shit that right. surprised me was Tiana and Iman Sharper. Like, Oof. That that surprised me a bit too, because after I first read the uh the headline to that, it's just, just like, damn. Like, what happened with that? <laughs> so, uh, oh, man. With that one, I, I don't know uh, what happened with that uh, or why they're separating. Um, with them, I, whenever, well, I do remember seeing them on the red carpets uh, together, too, and they just look so happy. And now it's just like, what the hell happened with that? Because, I mean, that could have been a front. Could have been, right? Some people, some people, I ain't gonna be, I'm gonna be honest, some people just know how to make it look good. That's true. That is true. Some people do know how to fake it till, till they make it. But, I mean, they were together for over a decade, too. So now that they're calling it quits, it's just like, Damn, like everybody's, you know, calling it quits. Everybody, I don't know if everybody's just, you know, getting sick of each other or or if everybody's, uh, you know, just ready to find something new or what. But, you know, damn, it's like relationships ain't lasting long nowadays. Right. Scary out here. And now it's just like, damn, it's giving, it's making me lose hope in relationships too, because <laughs> it's just like, damn, if you know, this couple ain't lasting and that couple ain't lasting, so it's just like, damn, what chance I got? Because <laughs> it seems like everybody wants to, you know, be boyfriend girlfriend or or bride and groom, but nobody really wants to do anything to, you know, keep it fresh or, you know, keep the uh, keep their marriage intact intact or anything like that so it's just like damn so I, I i think out of all those i think i was you know kind of surprised by uh jeezy uh the most because it it just felt like you know um like a year ago even though they were together for two years it just felt like uh it seemed shorter than that uh, like the, uh, I do remember they got married. Both seems like uh, seemed like they were happy with one another, and it was just like, damn, like what just happened? Yeah, uh, because you know, uh, didn't uh, I believe they had a kid together too, and now it's just like uh, now uh, like you you mentioned like Jeezy was the one who who's filing for divorce, so you know. Uh, uh, like like you said, uh, 
uh, Jeezy not putting her uh, putting her out there like that on what she did. Uh, I do respect him for that because, uh, like you you said, and I do agree. Like women, they will be quick to you know tell everything to everybody, and you know have people talking about it too. But it's just like you know sometimes it, it's just best to keep quiet about the whole situation too. But um, if Jeezy does come out with another album, I I definitely will be listening because you know. Uh, if the divorce is final, everybody's going to be listening to the songs to find out, you know, what really happened or try to uh, listen to the hints or the clues to see, you know, what happened and things like that, too. So, um, yeah, yeah, maybe Jesus next album might be pretty good. Because it seems like that's not and to mention. She made that comment on on the real about how she likes dark men on the side. Oh and yeah. I, 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 I like I, I like that. yeah, like man, but white meat keeps me mean and lean or some shit. Some wild shit she said. Right. And that always stuck with me. So pretty much you like you like you like niggas. You like to fuck with niggas but not in public. In the yeah. public you want a you want a white man on your arm but you'll fuck with a nigga on the side. That's exactly what she meant by that. Right. The fact that <laughs> You got got with young Jesus. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what is she? What is she, what's what she got to gain by this shit? Does she want the black audience? And I kind of felt like she did when she I'm, was on. I'm the like, radio. damn. I'm I'm like, damn. She want the streets. Like, what's up? Right. <laughs> I feel like she got an agenda in this shit too. Like they both did. But yeah, I mean, with that, um, I, I I just don't know. Um, with especially with that comment you just said, I I just don't know. Um, you know how she's gonna be able to fix this, or you know, I mean, it, it's possible that uh, they can fix it. But uh, like you said, if the man files for divorce, I mean, you know, she had to have done something to fuck up. So, uh, with what she did, I don't know, but, um, also, uh, but I also don't want to feed into, you know, the whole tabloid magazine BS too, but, uh, I've also heard like she was doing something with, uh, one of her coworkers, Mario Lopez on, uh, whatever show she, uh, she was on at the time or still doing, uh, now, but, uh, but I don't want to, you know, confirm or deny that that happened. Again, it's just something that I read offline, so I'm not going to uh, feed into that. But, I mean, if, if that's the case, then and he did find out about it, then you can't really say that you blame him for uh, filing for divorce. Right. So... But, you know, uh, I guess if the divorce, like I said, if the divorce does happen, Jeezy about to head back to these streets and uh, probably about to give us a good album. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say it like that, but I mean, Jeezy going to have something in uh, going to have something in the clip for uh, this next album if he decides to uh, release one. Oh, yeah. 
So uh, hopefully with that, I mean, we we just got to wait and see. Um, with the whole Remy and Papu situation, um, it, it, it's kind of unfortunate with them, especially since they've been together for so long. And now that, you know, it seems like Remy's already, you know, out uh, outside, you know, being with somebody else, it's just like, damn, it kind of feels like, you know, there's there's no saving that now, especially um, with what I just talked about. And, um, I mean, and with uh, Iman and Tiana Taylor, I, I kind of feel like uh, there, there's some hope in that. Because, I mean, even though it was, you know, announced, it kind of feels like, you know, um, nobody hasn't really said anything. Nobody hasn't really done anything. Nobody's really, you know, out and about doing, you know, God knows what. But, you know, for that one, I kind of feel like there's there's hope in that one to, you know, fix and repair things uh, for the both of them. But, um, I mean, that that's how I feel about uh, all three of the, uh, the relationships that are coming to an end, you know, uh, I'm hoping all three situations work out well and everybody, you know, gets back together and gets, you know, becomes happy. But, you know, if not, I mean, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. So, I mean, that, that's how I feel about it. But, um, but uh, anything else you want to add before we get in, uh before we get into um, next subject? No, we no, we good, we good, man. I um I I wish like I don't wish divorce on nobody because there's a lot that goes on with that. Uh, lawyers involve money, and I feel like mm-hmm. if you can fix it, if you can get to that point, is you really like if you can, if you can fix it before it gets down to that point where you get lawyers involved, fix it. But if if you felt if that's the best decision for your mental health and whatever, then then by all means, you know, it sucks to get married and to get divorced. I don't feel like people get married just to get divorced. I mean, that's not right. that's not that's not that's not that's not cool at all. But I guess people just get to that point to where it's like, look, I, I had it, I didn't, I didn't, and you know, say it could be some shit that build up. It's not, you know, it could. That's not say. It's the, it's the first mistake, like and then you just say I'm fuck it, I'm divorcing. Like it might have been some shit that happened years ago that they they patched it up and then some shit just you just keep doing shit and all the all the shit just you just keep that's your like third strike or some shit like we don't know behind the scenes you know what I'm saying but I hope these couples could you know could you know could work it out but if not it's 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 divorce fall summer if divorce fall fall you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. first girl fall out here man these shit's right. about to be outside like I see Tiana <laughs> Tiana already got a picture with Drea like right. she right. like girls too so it's like she really about to be outside now Oh, yeah, and and, uh, and a lot of people seem to get too like divorce. Uh, like you said, divorce is it, a stressful process too, because uh, like you said, uh, lawyers got to get involved. Uh, you got to talk to uh, people nonstop. You got to 
talk about wh- who gets what. Uh, if kids are involved, you got to talk about who gets wh- who gets kids when and property and cars and all this other shit. And people in divorce, they last a long, long time too, depending on uh, where you stay. Because some divorces aren't final. Uh, it could be up to a year before that uh, that divorce is final too. And plus, uh, you know, I, I don't wish that on them, uh, like you said, but, you know, uh, but I also kind of fear me personally, like, uh, like I, when, if I were to ever get married, like, I don't fear, uh, you know, being divorced. I just kind of feel like uh, I just fear wasting my time and it not working out, if that makes sense. So, uh I think that's one of the biggest fears about uh, getting married uh, for me personally. Just uh, you know, getting married, doing everything you can, and then the next thing you know, divorce, and you know, it, it's just you know, a waste of time. So, but that's my personal opinion again. Uh, yeah, uh, hopefully all three couples can work it out uh, and you know, reverse the curse and you know. But also, uh, if divorce is, you know, what you got to do to, you know, make yourself happy uh, or happier, then do what you got to do. I mean, because, you know, well, I feel like marriage, um, marriage is only hard when one person tries. That that's just me again, because I feel like, you know. Marriage can be easy. It can be good if, you know, both are trying. But I feel like marriage is easier when two people try and it's, it becomes tough when it's just one person doing all the work. But again, that's just me. Um, but yeah, let, let's go ahead and get into um, this game. Um, for those who... Um, for those who uh, caught our last episode, we debuted a new game called Mount Rushmore. Uh, it's basically what everybody ha- uh, has been doing on social media. It's just them naming, you know, their four favorite stuff when it comes to a certain subject. And uh, this time we're bringing it back around again. Uh, this time uh, the subject is uh, artists from the South. And this is where we just pick our four favorite artists from South. Uh, no ranking, no, um, no, in, um, no one gotta go, no anything like that. Uh, it's just basically four of our favorite artists coming from, uh, the Southern part of the U S. Uh, so go ahead, Jared, who are your, uh, who's on your Mount Rushmore from artists from South? First and foremost, I'm an outcast on one one person. Um, I just felt like outcast, you know, brought that. Even though people that came out before outcast, but I feel like Andre said the South got something to say on that '95 Source Awards. It made people look at Atlanta. It made people look at them because you know we done heard of Jermaine Dupri's and all that shit like that, but I feel like outcast just like. He kicked the door and they brought the allure to Atlanta. Really brought the allure to Atlanta. And um, 
I just felt like it just they just they just dope to me. They just put on for for the A like, and they've been running shit ever since the like twenty tens and all that. Like they still killing it. Like they just I just love the corollary, and they just and I love like how you know they pretty much they all grew up because Atlanta's small. They all grew up with each other, but they all help each other get put on. Like they all songs to each other. Trying to make it out, and I, I feel like that's that's dope to me. Um, my second person, I feel like it's got to be Scarface. Ooh, that's a good one. And 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 Scarface is a huge staple. Scarface got one of the illest catalogs of all time. Not just South, I'm talking about just period. Like, like just from the diary to the world is yours to. To the uh, Scarface's back, his first solo album, um, The Fix, The Untouchable. Like, it's like a lot of shit. My homies. Like, it's a lot of shit he came out with. The, the, yeah, it's just a lot of Last of the Dying Breed. Like, he just mm-hmm. got, like, classics, bro. He got classics, bro. One of the first people to get a Kanye beat. You know what I'm saying? So like, with uh, guess who's back? Like, mm-hmm. but that was after the fact though. But I forgot about this can't be life. That was in Dynasty. That was on the Dynasty album. But um, yeah, like, like yeah, like Scarface is just just a lot of substance, man. Like he. Like real, like makes real music, like from the soul, from the heart, and they just, he just, he just dope, man. I was just listening to Scarface last week, man. He was, he was just an ill artist, just to come from a group, and then just the, the solo career to take off. It's a lot of songs with a lot of substance. One of the one of the one of the few artists that has a real dope pop feature, like with Smile. He got mm-hmm. two of pop actually that people don't know about. Um, my next person is Master P. Like, uh huh. I feel I feel like Master P. Man just brought that whole hustler spirit and business mindset to the game. He had one of the the biggest deals of all time. Uh, I just feel like he just put on for the South. Um. Like a lot of people follow his blueprint, man. I used to, I was a huge, I started off listening to Master P growing up. Like, I was on New Orleans music, and and Master P was just one of my, one of the guys I listened to that whole No Limit camp. Master P just had the dope, he had a dope catalog too. Once he came from Cali back to New Orleans, from Ice Cream Man all the way to The Last Dawn. Crazy. Mm-hmm. All three of them albums classic from Ice Cream Man. I I even like Ninety Nine Ways to Die to to be honest. But I like Ice Cream Man, Ghetto D, and The Last Nine like back to back classics. All went platinum. All right. All went platinum, man. He 
he, he he had his own label. He dropped like I think twenty five or twenty nine albums in one year or something like that. Five albums in one year, I think. I think so. I think so, but that nigga dropped a lot, bro. As a label, he was putting out product, bro. Mm-hmm. He was treating that shit like dope game and shit. Like you just dope, man. You just I love Master P, man. He just he got to be up there in my Mount Rushmore. Last but not least, Pimp C. Ooh. Pimp C's voice, man. He did his own beats. He could sing. He was just spitting that knowledge, man. And he was, Pimp was a rare breed. I remember the the funniest shit that nigga said when he did that big Pimpin' video. But he wasn't really in the video. He wanted to do it. So he do she did his photos. She did his she did his uh video shoot in Miami. And he was with Gloria Velez with that chinchilla coat. And they was like, why are you wearing chinchilla coat in the summertime? He said, cause TV has no temperature. <laughs> I was like, oh yo, you right. <laughs> That's true. TV has no temperature, dog. Like fuck it, you just create the create the look. Right. <laughs> I was just like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like shit was shit was wild, bro. I go. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is Miami. This nigga wearing a damn chinchilla coat, like a black one. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> With a shirt off. I was like, damn. It was, a, it was an ill video shoot, though. It was an ill moment. It was an ill part of his verse. He's sitting on, he's sitting on, he's next to his whip with a chick, with a popular video girl at the time. Mm-hmm. And then, that was it. Like, it was like Pepsi just had one of the illest voices in hip hop, and, and and like, like he was just good. He killed that international players anthem. He 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 set it off after Andre he said that shit all. He probably had the best verse of the whole song. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, to his to to like. And later in life, he had to raise a phone, and he had like, yeah, he was just dope, man. Take that monkey shit out, you embarrassing us. Like he just had some. First, <laughs> take that shit off, bend over, let me see it. Like he just, he just had. What goes up must come down. Oh, what's what's another one? If I was a rapping baby, I'd be still in my Mercedes. Pulling down, pulling up, keep a leader in my cup. Like he had classic lines, bro. And niggas still take his niggas still sampling his verse to this day. One verse. Mm-hmm. And creating songs with just one verse, bro. Still to this day. Diamonds pressed together against the wood grain wheel. That's another classic line. Uh, I got my first key from my baby mama brother. If you never, if you hear a pocket full of stones, you already know what I'm talking about. 
classic. Yeah, but fuck yeah. R.I.P. Pimp C, man. But that's my mind. I feel like these artists that I just named were so instrumental to the South. Like I had to just just put them up there. Like I feel like those. Are, I think I picked some good choices, and right. I feel like it was just just you know set movements and people that follow after that. That's why. What did you do? How much of an influence you had on the South? And that was my my you know my way of of picking who who I felt like that should be up there. So how how how's your how's your list? Oh man, I had to think about this. Uh, first, I gotta go with Big Boy of Outcast because uh, okay. you know, like you said, uh, with Outcast, they put you know the South uh, said the South had something to say. That '95 Source Awards, and you know, still to this day, uh, Big Boy he's still making music. you know, it is uh, it is sad to say that, you know, Outkast is basically done since I don't think we're getting another Outkast album from uh, him and Dre anytime soon. But, you know, Big Boy said, you know, I got to do what I got to do. I got to look out for me. And, you know, he's still putting out, you know, solo uh, stuff to this day. Uh, and some of these albums are good. Uh, if you haven't uh, checked them out. Uh, yeah, uh, some of my... Um, I think my favorite from him had to be Sir Lucius Leftfoot, that uh, first solo album uh, that he dropped. Uh, now, you know, he, hell he still... Yeah, because yeah, yeah, Shutterbug was hard, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was a dope God. single. Um, him and... Yeah, I'd say him and Dre, they helped introduce uh, Killer Mike to the world. And he's doing it in, you know, Killer Mike. He's still doing uh, the damn thing with his career, too. Also, uh, also, he he uh, he did. Uh, he brought Janelle Monet to the game, too. That's true. That is true. I almost forgot about uh, Janelle Monet, uh, him bringing her into the game. But, yeah, that is true. Um, and, you know, now some 20 plus years later. Uh, big boy still relevant. He's still making music. Uh, he's still out here uh, repping the A. Um, I think from what I saw on Hulu, he has uh, some kind of RV renovation show. I, I forget what it's called off the top, but uh, uh, it, it is something that I saw on Hulu. I, I I may have to check that out one of these days. But anyway, um, I definitely got to put uh, big boy on. Um, on the south for my uh, rap, uh, Mount Rushmore. Uh, number two. Hmm. I may have to go with T.I. Okay. On my. I may have to go with T.I. Because, you know, uh, he proclaimed himself as the king of the south. Um, you know, uh, that first album, uh, I'm Serious, not a lot of people bought into that. People, uh, some people still forget about that album, too. But, that you know, was actually pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, I, I may have to revisit that because I remember the title track, I'm Serious. I think that had Be- uh, Beanie Man on the hook. Yeah, Pharrell. Neptune yeah, for- produced by Pharrell. Since uh, at that time, yeah, at that time, uh, Pharrell was in his bag with beats, too. Yeah, uh-huh. 
So, um, you know, he he kept the South, uh, he kept uh, Atlanta rap alive. Um, you know, during them early two thousands, especially since you know, um, Dre and Big Boy they were on breaks, or you know, they were um, you know taking a break after dropping Stankonia, and then a couple years later, that's when he came out. Uh, came out with 24s, uh, Urban Legend. Uh, what else? Uh, he came out with King. Uh, came out yep. with Paper Trail. You know, you know, yep. just good album after good album. You know, uh, the gun charges. It did hurt uh, his image a bit, but went to jail, cleaned himself up, um, and now. You know, still relevant today, even though um, the jail sentence, it, it did hurt his popularity and his album sales. But still, uh, I, I definitely got to put him on um, on South Mount Rushmore. Uh, number three, let's see. You know what? You convinced me to uh, to get Scarface on uh, on a, on that Mount Rushmore. So I'll put Scarface, too. Uh, like you said, uh, people forget he started off. He had his own. Uh, he had the Ghetto Boys with him, Willie D, Bushwick Bill. Uh, great group. Uh, has one of the most iconic hip hop songs of of all time. Mind playing tricks on me. Uh, to you know his solo stuff too. Uh, like I'll admit, I didn't really bump his solo stuff that much. But, you know, the solo stuff is good. You know, he had that huge hit, uh, uh, My Block. He had, uh, like you said, that uh, Guess Who's uh, Backbeat from Kanye West. Um, Yeah, so, you know, Scarface, and people forget Scarface, he got a good, you know, I want to say 35, yeah, 35 years of being in the rap game. Uh, I believe he has his own podcast, too. Um, I believe with him and Willie D. Uh, so go check that out after you check us out. Um, I think they're still is still going today. Uh, if I if uh, last time I remember, uh, but yeah, I definitely got to put him on um, uh, on the third spot. And uh, number four, I'm gonna have to say Lil Wayne. It, it was between him and Master P, uh, like you said, but I, I may have to put Lil Wayne for number four because you know it's hard just to pick. It, it, it is. It it was it was tough between them two to be honest. But since you got Master P on yours, I'll have to go with Lil Wayne because you know people forget Wayne's been doing this for a long time. Um, and it seems like, you know, the longer he's been in the game, the be- uh, the better he gets. Because I can't think of, you know, too many misses he's had um, these last couple years um, in his career. I, I, I just, yeah, I, I'm just saying, I can't remember um, him having too many um, misses in his career these last couple years. Because, um, you know, mixtape after mixtape, Album after album, Hot Boys, you know, to, you know, him doing his own thing since uh, when they split up, uh, Manny Fresh uh, uh, behind the boards, and then, you know, he was just, you know, just taking off, you know, he had Carter 1, then Carter 2 came out, Um, then 
I say like the mid to late uh, 2000s, that man was just on, you know, on a roll. He was like Steph Curry behind a three. He had, you know, the Carter two behind the three point line, hit it. Dedication two behind the three, hit it. Um, Carter three, um, I think that uh, I remember him saying that did a million in a week uh, at the time when streaming services were, you know, on the rise and people downloading from, um, you know, Napster and things like that, too. And not heard of the album leaked. Mm hmm. It leaked. And then these niggas still did a million. Still. And that, and then that, that that time, is, that's damn think. near impossible to do in 2023. You got to think before between Carter two and Carter three was like a three year gap. Mm-hmm. And that nigga just started and it was just putting out features heavy. Oh, yeah. And killed it. Bro, he was in the, I remember he was in a Vibe magazine for top 77 songs, bro. That was like majority mixtape songs. Crazy, bro. Right. Then 20, uh, the 2010s, you know, still coming out with music, still coming out with albums. The Carter Four, um, word is he's about to drop the Carter Five soon. Um, I need a dedication seven. Yeah, I, I need one too, uh, but. From what I'm reading, he's about to drop another mixtape uh, to get us ready for uh, the Carter Five. Uh, introduced us to Tyga, to Drake, to Nicki. Um, who else uh, from that run? I mean, just, man, still going uh, strong today. Um uh, so I, I gotta put Lil Wayne on um on the fourth slot in in my Mount Rushmore of people uh rappers from the South. I mean uh it was tough because I uh like I said I almost went Master P because you know he was the blueprint to you know this whole entrepreneur shit that you know everybody's on now. Yeah. At that time it was just him and rap a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Master P's still out here making money too. Like, just because he out of um, he ain't making rap, uh, rap music no more, that don't mean he out of the money. I mean, he putting out, you know, um, he he had his own rice. I believe he had his own cereal. Um, you know, he put it, he put his own son on and uh, played for the NBA. Uh, for a couple games too back then he played for i believe it was the toronto raptors and uh, Toronto, and where he played for charlotte too mm-hmm so i mean you know uh it, it was close but uh, i would have to say wayne just edges it out uh because of you know longevity the album soul um you know the features the mixtapes and everything like that. So um yeah. I say um Lil Wayne gets that uh fourth spot. But um anything else you want to add before we get into shout outs and album recommendations? Shoot, uh shout out to all these artists. And I wanna I wanna I wanna correct uh correct what I said. I said outcast, but I, I, I'm gonna say organized noise. 
Ooh. Which includes Goody Mob too. So like I feel like both of them artists. That whole clique had a had a had a uh had a run and um they both they all was instrumental in bringing that Atlanta sound at the time and having people tune into Atlanta because they had some shit to say. They was rapping and they was conscious at the same time. They had some shit to say. So it, all their music was all positive. Like even the negative shit they did say is always a way out. It was always a, something positive at the end. It was always a message. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I put organized noise. Besides just outcast, I'm going to put Goody Mob into the whole clique or organized noise. So Dungeon Family or whatever. I put down everything in there. So, But shout out to everybody, man. South still got something to say for real. So Right. Hey, and people forget, Future uh, came out of that organized noise camp too. Exactly. That's why I said that. Like, Future came out of that clique, well, out of that whole camp too. Like, that was, that was, that's why they called him, he was the future of this shit. That's why they called him Future. Yep, him, Sleepy Brown. Yep. But yeah, uh, let, let's go ahead and get into uh, shout outs and album recommendations. Go ahead, Jared. Uh, shout out to. Everybody, all the day was everybody that's listening. We appreciate it. Shout out to Kyle Bell, aka DJ Young Frankie, doing his thing. Still a part of podcast. Um, keep doing your thing, man. Uh, uh, I advise these people just to um, just to be aware of your surroundings again. Um, keep a close eye on who you be around and. Note and, and take heed to people's agenda. Why are they enter your life at a certain time? What's vital? What 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 part what part do they play in your life? Is it vital? Is it like you can't? Because if somebody could tear you down, like are they trying to elevate just as just as much as you are? Or people could be your homeboys can tear you down too. Like you just got to be careful who you who you hang around and who you fuck with and. Everybody take your positive energy, um, and just be careful, man. Watch who you hang around, cause they can try to line you up and you know any any type of shit, man. If you don't gotta be outside, don't be outside. Stay home. Like just just be just be mindful. No no know the ledge, whatever they you know how they used to say back then. Know the ledge. Have knowledge of. Buy the shit, man. Start reading up on shit and start have your own opinion. Don't use social media for shit. Have your own opinion about shit. Like, mm-hmm. You get on here and we talk about how we feel about shit, not social media. Like how how we generally feel about the situation. That's why it works. Mm-hmm. So, as far as album recommendations, I'm going to go Trying to think of something. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm go. I'm gonna go with my with one of my 
one of the top dogs in the game. Like one of he's still holding the torch for them. I'm gonna say Jim Jones, Diary of a Summer. Okay. Like classics, like G's up. Um, what is this, Honey Dip? We just balling Harlem. Somewhere with Miami with Trey Songs. He got the Tupac joint. Which is Scarface. And that's when Scarface had that song with Master P and Tupac on the same song. And mm-hmm. I think it was on the My Homies album. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it might have been on um, Master P. Mm-hmm. He might be homies and thugs. But yeah, um Yeah, I think it's on the Homies and Thugs album. But I mean the um my homies album. But uh, anyway, yeah, he he yeah, killed that um but yeah, Jim Jones just he brought out Max B, instrumental for Max B, stack bundles. Like, I feel like it changed it, it really put Jim Jones in a light because he was looked at as like he looked at he was looked at as the weak link, I'm gonna be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But he had like he got classic albums, like his first three albums, classic. Like you got uh, On My Way to Church. Harlem, and then you got Hustler's poem with balling on it. Like he, he came, he started to become on his own. Like he was starting to become his own artist and 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 and, 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 and all that type of shit, man. It was just, it was, it was just, it was just dope, man. He was just good to me, and like as far as style, like he brought in the whole rock stars. Rock stars, you know, to the hood, and everybody was. Hey, I still do. I still do that to this day. I sometimes I still dress like with the rock star shirts and wallet chain. I still do that sometimes. Like that was an era. Me and my cousin was one of the niggas that was actually doing that shit and like and doing that rock star shit. Wearing them, getting the getting the Miami Ink tees and and getting all those skull shirts from Walmart and wearing that and. And taking pictures with the wallet chain and the chucks and I wish I took pictures in that era. I used to go to North Carolina and my cousin be on it already, side of drawing, and we be on that shit. We walk around with the wallet chain and all that shit. We did all that. Like we was doing all that, man. And and now and then nigga was rocking chrome hearts first. And now everybody rocking chrome hearts and all that. Like he was he, he's a very influential shit. Arguably, they said he he did he killed Pusha T. Is Pusha T still ain't respond yet? And yeah, he's still keeping Dipset alive. He's still outside. While Cam, he doing his own shit. He we barely come out. But Jim Jones always dropping something every year, so he's like carrying a torch. And then over time, he got nice with the lyrics. It's like. He can never go. He can't go no wrong now. Like he can see me spitting for real now. So it's like, it's just dope, man. It's dope. He's one of the last 
He's the last artist to have all Migos on one song. Ooh. We set the trend, so. So, it's just dope, man. So, that's been my nigga. I've been a Dipset fan for years. I was one of the few Dipset fans in high school. Niggas thought I was tripping. I said, no, these niggas is, these niggas is tough, bro. And then when they brought out crunk music, they catered to the South and everything. Like, it was just, it was just dope, man. Uh, I, they say Jim Jones brought the blood shit to, to New York and made it popular. And... Like he just and he was like the goon of the group and it was just he was just instrumental with a lot of shit, man. He was just like he was like outside, man. He was Jim was like a bully, man. He was on his pot shit, man. It was just it was cool, man. He had a wild career, but music wise, I fuck with him, man. I still listen to him to his day. Shout out to Jim Jones, man. That's my nigga. But mm. um yeah, man, just just be careful out here, man. I thank you all the fans, and thank you for riding with us. This is episode 70, so that means we really pushing this shit hard. We pause, you know what I'm saying? That was crazy. <laughs> we, really, uh, <laughs> we, really, we really doing a lot of shit, and we, we holding it down for y'all, man, for real. All right. Yeah, that was crazy. But, all right, Nick, go ahead. Um. Also, yeah, shout out to Kyle Bell. Um. We we still trying to get him on the show so we can get him his uh, inputs on on uh, some of these subjects because we we've really been hitting it off uh, and we've been having some good subjects and even sometimes I just go damn like what would Kyle say if he were here uh, so shout out to him uh, he's still doing his DJ thing uh, I'll put his uh, info to check him out in the uh, show notes uh, when we post the episode. Because uh, I know he's got a YouTube channel, uh, I'll be sure to post all that uh, uh, in the notes. Um, shout out to us, uh, like uh, like Jared said, episode seventy. This our uh, Miami Dolphins week three, twenty twenty three NFL season against the Denver Broncos episode. Since they dropped seventy on them uh, the other day. Uh, shout out to us. Um, also, uh, prayers up for Crazy Bone, man. I, I read that uh, like earlier today and what he's going through, man. Uh, I'm just hoping, you know, he, he stays strong and I'm hoping everything goes well with him. Because, again, I mean, that, that's, you know, real sad to hear about uh, to hear about uh, his condition and what uh, he and what he's going through his long. So, um Prayers up for him, and you know, hopefully he beats this. Um, you know, so uh, prayers up to him. Uh, album recommendation. You know what? Uh, due to earlier today, um, like I forgot how uh, nice this group was. I'll I'll take you all the way back to uh, 2013. I'm going to give you uh, the underachievers in their album, Indigoism. I totally Ooh. forgot. I totally forgot how good of an album this was since uh, I was listening to this uh, earlier. I had it on shuffle thanks to Spotify. And man, this was uh, a great album. Uh, for those who aren't aware who uh, the underachievers are, uh, they consist of AK and uh, Is a Goal. Uh, coming out of uh, Brooklyn, New York. 
their album Indigoism, very, very dope, uh, especially with songs like um, Land of the Lords, uh, Play Your Part, Philanthropist, um, Maxim Out, uh, Gold Soul Theory, uh, my favorite, My Prism. It's just, man, these are just great songs, just one after another after another. Uh, so definitely go check that out. Uh, man, it, and it's hard to believe this, uh, this was like 10 years ago, especially since, you know, I believe at the time New York was just kind of quiet because I, I can't think of anybody uh, who was popping out in uh, New York at that time, too, other than Joey Badass, since, you know, he was starting to make noise back then, too. Uh, but it, it was dope hearing, uh, you know, this new sound and, you know, these new lyrics and, you know, them just going completely left field from what other rap groups were saying and talking about at the time. Um and it, it, it's so dope to, you know, just hear it. The production is great. Uh, the beats are just uh, just great as well. And to be honest with you, they don't even sound, you know, like, you know, New York beats, if I'm being honest with you, too. But uh, definitely go check that one out. Uh, the Underachievers Indigoism. Uh, yeah, definitely go check that one out. Um, great album. Still a great album. But um, other than that, um, I think that's it. I think we, we covered it all. Um, anything else you want to add before we get on out of here? So, the Underachievers had a song, man. Uh, the Proclamation. Uh-huh. Remember that song? Yeah, I they had a they had a they had a sample. They were like, Indigo Soul, we run this bitch. Yeah, you gotta look at it's called I gotta look that one up again. Let me see what album that's off of. It might have been it might have been a Lucy, like. Mm. But yeah, they had a video for it and everything. It's called the Proclamation. Okay, I got. I'll have to look that one up. Yeah, I might have to. I might have to uh, send it to you and shit. But yeah, cause yeah, like I said, I forgot how dope of a group they were. Yeah, then they ended up on uh, Beast Coast. Yeah. I still, bro, to this day, I still feel like they dropped the ball on this shit. You think so? Hell yeah. I get it. All right, all right so you don't want to, you don't want to, like, you know, you wanted to make radio records, or you wanted to have actual, like, song songs. Dog, if they would have, they gotta make a mixtape or something. If they would have stuck to like, I feel like they was. I feel like the album was gonna be like on some Wu Tang shit. Like, like dude, like everybody just spit bars. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe I'm just an old hip hop nigga. Like, this. I feel like with that type of group, with that type of talent, you just drop a song, like just just, just drop an album with just bars. Like, just like 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 into the thirty six chambers, just rap. <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? Like, just put on a beat and everybody just drop a verse, nigga. Like, protect your neck or trying for some shit. That's mm-hmm. how I feel like. If my, my version of Beast Calls would have been way different, my nigga. Mm-hmm. Everybody would have been spitting 16s. Like, you go, you go, you go. Everybody, each, like, out every damn, song. Flatbush Zombies. Yeah. Uh, Pro Era. Yeah, CJ Fly. Nick Caution. Nick- Nick Car shit, like, come on, dog. Perfect. Perfect for a Wu-Tang type album, dog. Right. Only nigga we missing was Capital Steeds, rest in peace. Right. Yeah, bro, that's, I feel like that album would have been, to me, man, that, I was just like, oh, man, I can't get, I can't get with this album, dog. <laughs> Like, I thought everything was about to be, like, left-hand type shit. Mm-hmm. Oh. These niggas with the slaughterhouse route. I said, fuck! <laughs> the slaughterhouse route. Yeah, making fucking commercial records. I'm like, dog. That's why Griselda was so instrumental, because Griselda was just all about... Bro, them niggas rarely had a hook. All these niggas were just spitting bars, like no hook. Right. Like back to the old days. That's why Griselda was so instrumental because wasn't nobody really doing that shit at this time. Mm-hmm. They came back out. They they doing beats with no drums. Um, they rapping with no hook, just bars. Like it's it, bro. Like we needed it. I needed that shit. Mm-hmm. I needed that. I needed to hear that type. Of you make a lane for niggas to come back, like, oh, this type of music sells. You don't gotta, you don't gotta compromise your art for radio hits. You could just put out uh, mixed. You could just put out tapes and albums, and don't have to do none of that shit. Hell yeah, right? That's how niggas like Lord Banks come came back and and like like Rock Marciano and all them niggas. Like, yeah, let me. Hell yeah, I'm about to get back into this shit now. This this my lane. Right. Right, I'm getting into uh Rock Marciano too. Uh, I'll be honest. Cause he, he do got some uh some dope songs. I ain't gonna lie. I'm ready for it. Like Rome Streets? That nigga is raw. Woo! Rome Streets is fire, bro. I like the way he is rap. He is talking that shit, bro. Rome Streets and fucking um, what's my man name that that dropped the uh, the pandemic? Um, he had an album called or mixtape, whatever it was called, Reasonable Drought. What's that shit called? Stove God. Yes, dog. We need a new project. And what the fuck is he waiting for, bro? Right. <laughs> He kills every verse, every hook on Westside Gun shit. Like, bruh, I'm like, dog, what the fuck are you waiting for, dog? Right. What are you waiting for? Like, he he, he ain't dropped that. He ain't dropped the project since being on Griselda. Oof. Damn. He's supposed to be Stove Jesus or some shit. Like, he was supposed to. I don't know, but. I can't. Once once he drops, bro, it's over with. 
This type of rapping style is unique. Hopefully he got a feature on um West Side Gun's new album. Oh yeah. Oh my god. I cannot wait for that shit to drop. And the fact next next month is about to be crazy. October like Friday the thirteenth in October? Come on. Ooh. And that's when West Side Gun album come out. You can't you can't yep. line that shit up more more perfect than that. Right. You can't line this shit up more perfect than that. You can't. You can't. Friday thirteenth in October. Come on, right. bro. I ain't think I I I don't think this happened in years. Right, I mean, I can't remember the last time. Especially off the top. Right. But, yeah, shout out to everybody, man. I appreciate it. Thank y'all. We love y'all. Right. Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, we got got another one right there. Um, As always, we thank y'all for tuning in and listening to us. Uh, we'll see y'all again um, for another new episode of the Lower Marauders podcast. Thank y'all for uh, listening. We out. Peace. Peace.